Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is a big one. This is the first episode, by the way, uh, of the Ramil podcast in the new studio and stuff like that. Yeah, because the other one was inside the sewing room. I don't know if you remember. We got a very special guest with us for the first episode, the first official episode, uh, a man that some will describe the pioneer, uh, the, the, the new age Ken Burns, if you will, uh, cocaine cowboys, screwball. He's a screwball himself. Dogfight, which I had a friend in. I'm talking about, of course, the one and only Mr. Billy Corbin is here. But before that, I want to I want to plug our sponsors real quick. The Founders Law. If you've been injured in a car accident, slip or fall, you know what to call Billy. Who? The Founders Law. Don't interrupt me again, Billy. Um, we gotta roll the intro. I think we're gonna do the intro. Roll the intro. gentlemen billy corbin in the house dude how you doing buddy thank you for being here bro thanks for having me i know me. this is a bit of a of a of an upgrade from the uh, joe rogan and stuff like that that you've done and i'm, I'm uh, well it's a bit of an upgrade for yeah. you studio wise yeah. i mean you went it, from the from the crack house in hialeah to the right. crack house in miami lakes you know what i'm saying dude yeah no no this i'm kidding this isn't a crack house this is a crack home the, yeah, yeah absolutely. i love what I, you've done I with actually the place, live here. yeah really. last time we met we were snorting cocaine with sock puppets <laughs> Yes, we weren't snorting cocaine, but the sock puppets. They, yeah, illegal reasons. Yeah, certainly, we were. I think we were, I think we were, we were doing. We were doing Addies. I think, like the, like I the feel, president. Do you do Adderall? I don't. I tried it once. I feel like Let you would just fucking erupt. Let me tell you. So yeah. that's part of the reason why I've never tried cocaine before. Stop I assumed it. Stop that, it. No, I'm serious. I assumed that I'd be the guy, like, you'd have to scrape from the roof with a shovel. Absolutely. Like, I would just, like, From Club fly. Live. Yeah, I've always been Billy yeah. up there. Club Lives, bro. So, like, I, I just, I speak fluent West Kendall. Oh, so, yeah, I, I just assumed that that I would just, I, I'm sort of already naturally kind of over-caffeinated. Are you? you? Know? Yeah, yeah, as it turns out. And so, <laughs> I we were finishing... The 30 for 30, the U, part yeah. one, the first one. Yeah. This is in like November, actually probably already December. Okay. We were like less than a week from the premiere after the Heisman Trophy okay. ceremony in December of 09. Right. And um, David Sipkin, my producing partner, and I were just working around the clock. We were in Little Haiti and 10K Islands, um, then on a roll, which is a great collective of uh, musicians, composers, producers, artists, and they were doing the score to the movies where we recorded Uncle Luke, you know, the theme song. It's where we were sound mixing the movie and trying to get it all set and onto a hard drive so that Dave and I can get to a plane to go to Bristol, Connecticut, to ESPN headquarters to deliver, to physically like online and deliver the movie with like hours to spare before the premiere after the Heisman uh, trophy ceremony. So long story, even longer, somebody said to me, would you like to try Adderall? Because we were working like, (laughs) we need names around the clock. Yeah. Who said this? It dawned on me. It's like, maybe I shouldn't. Deion Sanders. I shouldn't get too. Deion (laughs) Strawberry himself. I shouldn't get too detailed with (laughs) it. But, and so gave me a half. Oh, so you did? Give me a half. Oh, boy. And I kind of put it in my pocket, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is like, it's intense, like intense, like amphetamines. It's like a narcotic. I'd never tried, I'd never smoked pot at that point really? in my life. Yeah, I, 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 I so was how, like. So how old are you without, you know, just. It's 2009. Okay. So it's. Uh, 20, early, early 20s? Late, I was mid, in my, mid-20s? yeah, mid-20s. Okay. Yeah. okay. So 
I took this half out of I had like in my in my pocket. Now, real quick, do you drink at all? Oh yeah, yeah. With, oh, I started drinking when I was twenty one. Okay, dude. Yeah, you, and I've, I made up for lost time. So you're no. just about to start entering like like uh, crystal meth and stuff. Yeah, like, like you're late bloomer. Means, okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you take the half. I took it. I I, I waited because like I was like, ah, do I really need it? <laughs> where and does were it really you work? When you took it, I was uh, at the studio uh, in Little Haiti, Little Haiti. Oh, you were in Little Haiti. Okay. Yeah. But, and okay. and so, but we were like sleepless. We were like we were taking disco <laughs> naps on the couch <laughs> right, in the right. studio. It was yeah, it was yeah. it was rough. And so I was like, I wonder if this really works. Oh, it wor- <laughs> oh, oh, did it work, Billy? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, it works. Because you hear like law students. You oh, hear you, you hear students just fucking. I hate to be yeah. I hate to be that white guy, but yeah. like one of my favorite Onion headlines yeah. of all time is um, Adderall receives honorary degree from Harvard Law School. <laughs> yeah, that dude. was the that was the yeah, headline, dude. and I think and I I always wondered what that mean. Is that funny? So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty accurate. Yeah. Oh shit. So what? What? what walk, I never took it again. Walk me through it though, Bill. It's just like what was it? It's like Limitless with Bradley Cooper and really? Robert De Niro. Like everything intensifying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just like you get really focused. You don't. You know, it's not. It's not so much like your legs are moving, your body's sort of catching up. It's like your mind is moving. And your body's catching up. Okay. And you're very kind of like, you know, that's like Cuban coffee. Cuban coffee is like your legs start moving right, and you're right. like, yeah. your brain, whoa, like, whoa, what's that? You know, yeah. you're like, it's like Weekend at Bernie's 2. Gotcha. When the dead body hears the calypso, he has the curse on him, <laughs> yeah. hears the calypso music yeah. and then his body like reanimates. <laughs> like that's, that's you're, you're, but your brain is like, and you just, and you get really focused and you're like, and you can just power through the task at hand. I hear no negative effects on this, Billy. I don't know why you would take it once and never again. You know, I didn't need it again. I mean, I got it. I understood. You were Bradley like, Cooper, dude. I was, well, I and wasn't now, quite. Now you don't want to. Come on, dude. This quite. is basically a commercial for I, Adderall. <laughs> it's <laughs> sponsored by Billy Corbin. I mean, the bottom, listen, bottom line is it works, but it's some strong shit. Yeah. And do not take it without a doctor's prescription. Got you. Like um, on Screwball. Like me. Like oh god. Or like or like <laughs> me. I, I did not take it. Was that a doctor that gave this to me? I kind of yeah. and I and I the statute say, of limitations is up though. It's up. Yeah, yeah it was all nine. Um, I kind of had the same thing with uh, Xanax. No, the Zanny, opposite had a bar, yeah, somebody, had half a bar, uh, quarter no, bar, dude. It was after church. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yes, yeah. Because I, I saw him, and dude, <laughs> it it fucking it made me sh- it made me so just nonchalant, just fucking sleepy, chill AF, but chill, as the kids say, chill AF. Yeah, let's put that on a shirt. Just chill. I wasn't worried about shit. I understand why people, they joke around, but oh, I took a Zan before a plane ride or whatever. I got it. I understood that. Alcohol makes me kind of, it slows me down, hmm. but it depends how you enter alcohol, I guess, right? Like, while you're drinking, if you're drinking pissed off, you fucking get that aggression. This thing, though, I, I took a Zanny because I was a little anxious and shit like that. And, uh, dude, this shit leveled me out, dude. I, I, fell, I fell the fuck to sleep for about... I don't know what felt like a day <laughs> in, in church. Yeah, I mean, a day well, in church. Yeah, no, I took it right after church. Oh, after so church. I, okay. I, I accepted Christ, and then I did drugs. <laughs> How it's, it should be. It 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 is what he would want. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. wine, blood, all that. Are these like uni directional? Like, can no one hear what's going? Are the people like no, slipping and falling fuck. like right outside this door? Like, but what's if happening? they are They're throwing themselves down flights of stairs, catching cases. I like that. If they are, call the founders law. What's that number again? DM him. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Just, is that how you shoot him a DM? Are dude, what serious? are we, a fucking radio station? That's yeah, how you, you don't call anybody. That's awesome. You just DM him. 
Well, Stick that's how I felt when I finally did pot, which was just a few years ago. I went to uh, my my second cousin um, has a company MMJ out in Denver, yeah. in Colorado, and they were one of the first. He was part of the fir- one of the first groups to get a medical marijuana license nice. in the state of Colorado when they opened nice. up, and those were like, I mean, the Wild West days. Yeah. You know, there was no regulations yet. It was just like. One day, all of a sudden, shit was legal. Yeah. They were they, they were handing out those medical marijuana licenses. Yeah. You got one. It was legal. So he remembers getting pulled over once in the early days. He had a garbage bag full of weed and a garbage bag full of cash. Oh, shit. And they got pulled over, like, rolling through a stop sign or some dumb shit. Yeah. And the cop saw the back, the, the two garbage bags yeah. filled with weed, filled with cash. Yeah. You know, called it in. Right. And he's like. That was a great have copy, a nice but... have a nice night. Just drive safe. Just you know, stop. because there was nothing they could do. But now everything's like tightly regulated. You got a bag, it tag, yeah, it, barcodes. Like early Miami, it's kind crazy. Of vibes, yeah. right? so early eighties. I go there, and I didn't try any pot. Well, we went for four twenty. I went for four twenty. Wait, wait, hold on. You went to Colorado on four twenty. And you didn't try pot. Now I will say, I will That's say, I'm gonna, I might, I might have to join you on this list. That's correct. I went to Colorado. Not on 420, because if it was 420, I would have had smoked. But I went to Colorado. I went to uh, Fort Collins. Didn't smoke. Well, we went on like, I went on like the marijuana backlot tour. He took me to all the grows. <laughs> it was like, I mean, yeah. we were in, I was just standing in a room. I think I have a picture on, on Instagram from years ago, like in a room with like probably $2 million worth of marijuana, you know, oh, in, this one, in this one of like their half a dozen grows or whatever the hell right. it is. It was incredible. Like I looked at it as like literally like a studio backlot yeah. tour and, and someone, someone described it when I said I didn't smoke any pot that trip. They were like, that's like going to Italy and not eating pasta <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. a piece of like, what the hell's the matter yeah, with you? Yeah. So I, what I did, did do that trip was went to a Snoop concert. Oh. 420, and we were backstage. Of course, there's a Snoop concert so going we're, on. So in we're college. backstage yeah. right after the show. A buddy of mine says, "Yo, Snoop wants to wants to meet you." Oh shit! Um, and so I go, "Great!" So we start walking to this was in like an outdoor amphitheater, this beautiful space. I remember it's called Red Rock. Red yeah, Rock. it was at Red yeah. Rocks. Yeah. So we so it's all outside, which is great. You can breathe. Yeah, it's dope. And then we go to the backstage area. So there's a door. You open up the door. Okay. And then there's a hallway. <laughs> Did you see and the then, end of that hallway? And then you got the end of the hallway. I couldn't see my fucking hand <laughs> in front of me. Okay. So there's a hallway, and then you got to make a right, and then there's a second hallway. Yeah. I never got to the right hand. No. I, I, we made it to the juncture. All right. We made it to the intersection. Yeah. And I turned to the right. And I was just like, like, I'd be like, Alex and fucking, you know, uh, Clockwork Orange. I need like toothpicks under my eyelids. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I couldn't see shit. And I couldn't, I was secondhand stoned. So you kind of did smoke. I was secondhand stoned. <laughs> I was like, I, I remember I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, can't, I just turn around and I fucking, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, fucking open up the door, smoke billowing out behind me. That I was bad. Like, Fuck, I can't, I can't go, I can't go chill with Snoop. I can't, Damn, I can't keep up. Dude, I can't. What, so what a missed opportunity. A couple though, years later, went back for 420. And I'm like, so you only right, take I, these trips around 420? I, yes, as it turns out, <laughs> okay, by, yeah. by, by, by happenstance. So I've been there yeah. a few times off season, let's say. <laughs> got you, got you. And we went to where, like, the, the first, they have a pot smoking church in Denver. Of it's course, a of course beautiful, of course beautiful old church, in extraordinary graffiti and paint inside. And it's the first ever place where you can congregate and smoke pot. Right. So 
guy from Miami, of course, opened started it. Sure. Yeah. So shout out. Well, Steve. Where shout yeah. out Steve Burke. It's gonna so, be a church, man. It's amazing. And so no Jewish guy. So oh, you're, you're close. You oh, okay, okay. a 50 50 uh, shot hey, there. You got charged to, charge to get in. You're close. Yeah, yeah, you're close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, um, <laughs> 50, 50, so I go yeah. there and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I gotta smoke. Yeah. Let me let me let me try pot. So, up to, so right. up to this point, though, you hadn't yeah. smoked. But right. So this is like 2017-ish. Okay. Around there. I'm, I'm guesstimating. Okay. Um, and no, I ne- to, then I'd never, other than the secondhand stone. <laughs> other than yeah. Snoop's secondhand. Yeah. And I got right. real fucked up in Coco Diaz's podcast studio, too. Oh, I saw, I saw a little bit of hot that. Box. It, I'll tell you that story in a minute. I, saw um, a bit. I finally told him that story yeah. last time I saw him at the, at the, at the Doral shout, Improv. Shout out to Joey. He's coming and, back, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and so we, <laughs> uh, so, I'm, so I'm trying pot. I'm trying the pot yeah. for the first time, right? The pot. And it's funny, Omar Kelly, when I when years ago on, on Twitter when I said like I'd never tried, never done Coke, never smoked pot, didn't start drinking until till I was twenty one. Omar Kelly, the Dolphins writer for the Sun Sentinel, tweets me back something like bullshit, like calling me out, bullshit. I'm like Right, because that's something I would lie about to make myself yeah, seem yeah, much like, cooler. Like, like, dude, leave some like, pussy for the rest of us, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck, what? like I'm just, sh- I'm over, yeah, I'm over yeah. here showing off. This like, is straight why edge. would I lie about yeah. that? Like, yeah, yeah. I sound like a fucking lame. You well, know? to be honest with you, you would probably be like uh, one of the few. Certainly, like, so listen, it does make you dude, uh, I went give to you an edge. New World School of the Arts. <laughs> yeah. Grew up in <clears throat> native Floridian, lifelong Miami, and went to New World School of the Arts High School. Graduated University of Miami, and never smoked pot. Never did coke. Well, never I, did anything. I, I kind of, I kind of lived a similar life, though. To be honest with you, I didn't drink. Yeah, I mean, I got, you know, I got around, Billy. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I wasn't big on the fucking weed thing. I wasn't big on drinking. I started drinking later when I started having problems. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, this up, makes sense. Like, oh, yeah, life sucks. Yeah, I mean, oh, fucking, but let I me self medicate. You know, your kid calls you yeah. dad. You're like, oh, you sure? Okay. <laughs> fuck, uh. But, 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 no, nah, I never really fucked with coke. Never did the whole kind of, you know, and I, same thing. What kind of bed hedging bullshit was never really fucked with coke? I, ne- well, I can tell you unequivocally, I've never done cocaine before. By this never fall. really fucked with well, it. Well, is look, I was in the Snoop Dogg I was in the Snoop Dogg concert. <laughs> <laughs> you no, didn't get out of there no, like I, I did. I'm <laughs> guessing <laughs> not as sober no, as I no, did. No, dude, but, but honestly, I, I kind of, we kind of live similar yeah. lives in that, in that respect. Yeah. Well, I, I tried the pot. You did. I tried that, and I get it from my cousin, who is a fucking sommelier. So this of is weed. again, this is in Colorado. So professional, hundred percent right. in Colorado, and so, um, so I'm getting like, like the best shit, right? This is the good stuff. So I'm Uh-oh. sitting there. So oh, that's the f- two thousand something, two thousand sixteen, seventeen. That that the weed's pretty. Uh... The first problem <laughs> is, I was in the church, so weed, I think by its nature, is not a social. Drug per se, okay, right. and I was looking for a sativa because sativa is good for pumps. right. Because that's the thing. There's different. There's yeah. an indica sativa. This was a blend. Hybrid. That he, right. This was a hybrid that he said was good. So I'm trying it. So the first thing is, is that like I'm in not like a public pub, but I'm in a place with like people, which is like they say not. You're in the house the of ideal. the Lord. House, house, yeah, house of the Ganja Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, by the way, do they have a picture of Jesus and anything? That... No, it's not denominational. No, it's not you go okay. and you worship. You just go in there, whatever, and whatever you like. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm just sitting there, and I I started. I, I first thing I, I got was that you know the headband thing. I don't know if you ever described that the headband thing. It feels like your skull is closing in around your brain. So I had like a head like pressure. A vice. Like yeah, head you pressure. ever see yeah. Casino? Yeah, they put the guy's yeah, head in the vice. The, his yeah. eyeballs gonna pop yeah. out. Like yeah. that's a. I feel like my and I'm just like, 
You have a very, very you have a director's mind, it's so just, God knows what's going up in there. Let me when tell you, this shit let me tell you what I start saying out loud. <laughs> I start, I start saying, I start muttering repeatedly. I start saying, "I wish I was drunk." I wish I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I wish dude. I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, not that dude. doing pot precludes you from drinking. No, no, but no, there yeah. was no, there was no booze at that right, moment. Right, right. I, I was just, and I'm just like, just this sucks. I wish I was drunk. I wish I was. And then, and then I, I turned to my friends and I said, "This will never catch on." This will never catch on. Church for weed. This will never catch this on. Multi-trillion <laughs> dollar. This will never catch. One thing I will say. Yeah. Right after that. It caught on. Went to Chick Fil A. <laughs> no, Went Chick-fil-A? to Chick Fil A, and I got to tell you, hate tastes great. I'll tell you, oh, Chick, yeah, Chick, but... dude. I got to tell you, like that. That's the I, that was the first time I. I'm like, oh, I get the whole thing, like eating munchies, like, jo- right? Munchies. munchies yeah, and, yeah. I was like, oh, it definitely enhances the you know the taste buds. De- sure, that was yeah, like, yeah. That was like, listen to me. I'm I'm a fucking pioneer. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This jerk off's got on for 45 <laughs> minutes about how good Chick Fil A is when you smoke weed. <laughs> It's like just he was like eating, a, crying, yes. and saying he, welcome, he wish. Welcome to the no shit dumbass yeah. podcast, brought to you by Chick Fil A, where and hate the, tastes great. <laughs> should it be open on Sundays? That's the real question. Jesus Christ! It should be open on Sundays. I think so hell yeah. You said you're a whiskey drinker. Yeah, well, I, I, I was. I quit drinking. Like altogether, I quit drinking. Just dude. coffee. Uh, coffee, caffeine, caffeine, yeah, caffeine cowboys yeah, over dude, here. Caffeine. That's a good. That's a good spinoff. I quit. I quit. Congratulations. I think Thanks, that's great. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I quit. I quit kind of because I, uh, like you, I didn't do the drugs. I didn't do the the pot, the coke, and all that shit. Um, alcohol was kind of my uh, go to. And then your I started, drug of choice. Yeah, dude. And then I kind of I would use that clutch. Like, oh, I'm about to get on stage, do stand up. I should go a little tipsy. Right. Oh, I'm about to do an interview with someone. I got the nerves. Ah, I should take the nerves Buzz, off. Yeah. I had a shitty day. I should drink. Oh, my friends are coming. Or I should drink. And then it got to the point where it was like, ah, oh, it's Tuesday. I should drink. The day ends in Y. <laughs> I should drink. It's a drinking day. Yeah, yeah. So it, it started getting it started getting to the point, Billy, where I'm like, uh, this might be a little a little bit of a problem. I think you know, like maybe maybe uh, maybe you know, my my dad uh, was an alcoholic. And so I started thinking, and, and I don't want to put that shit on any. Their story is different well, from ours or whatever. Though. Yeah, they, they, they say, say it is. Or there's an inclination I want, genetically. I don't, I don't even want to accept that. It's your dad's fault. Let's 100%. Just say, no. Fuck you if you're out there. <laughs> um, he's in Mexico. So I quit, dude. I quit. I quit on my 30th birthday. I quit. This, so this is a, this was a... Uh, uh, Conscious... Uh, but but like it was a, a self intervention. This was nobody nobody was like. Well, I, wasn't, know, I think you're. I wasn't in the best of attitudes around the you know the fam. But did anybody say anything to you, or did you catch yourself? Yeah, like people would be like, "Hey, put clothes on. <laughs> Don't do that to him. <laughs> put it away." <laughs> so I'm like, on my thirtieth, I'm like, why are they screaming these things? <laughs> And then, you know, I'm naked in a pool in Jacksonville. And I said, hey, maybe I should quit. From an idea to film. Uh-huh. What, first of all, what, how do you filter that? I remember George, Car- uh, George Carlin used to say, he used to read the newspaper. Channeled, he archived what he would think would be a good bit, right? Mm-hmm. But he would do it daily, so he conditioned himself to think like that. Is that kind of how you plan out, filter ideas into documentaries? No. How do you, how does, is it something that just attracts you to a point where you're like, that has to be something? There's different ways that, that documentary concepts or ideas come to us. Um, more often than not, they're self-generated, meaning it's something that we're interested in, yeah. um, like 
the Cocaine Cowboys era of Miami, sort of understanding our community, the, its history, modern history, where the era in which we grew up in, understand. Because when you're little, you have a sort of a passing uh, anecdotal understanding, if right. any understanding at right. all, of of the world. And so you want to say, like, oh, well, how did we get here? What, 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 what was Miami like, actually, when I was growing up as a child and didn't necessarily have that level of consciousness? Um, so there was some intellectual curiosity there. There was also books that we were interested in, like Kings of Cocaine by Jeff Lean, Cocaine Wars, uh, The uh, Man, Who, uh, Man Who Made It Snow by Max Mermelstein, um, The Godfather book by... by uh, smitten and so like then of course growing up going to hurricanes games we were interested in the uh, the history of the miami hurricanes uh uh football program so so there's things that that are just sort of self-generated like that um then there are ideas that come to us people say oh this would make a great idea for a documentary or we meet interesting people Mm -hmm. um and 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 therefore gain a certain access or entree yeah. into an interesting subculture or, or subject. Uh, and then um, we have to say, oh, maybe we'll just go and film this on which spec. I, which or- I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, which is kind of like what Screwball... Like the, those doc, I mean that that's not really a baseball documentary. No, that's, that's, it has very little to do with baseball. So yeah. I feel like is that one of them that that you met these characters and you're like, there's a whole other thing back there. Oh yeah, with Screwball, which is about the biogenesis steroid scandal that, that ensnared A-Rod and basically effectively ended the career of the highest baseball player of all time. What I think was particularly interesting about it, because it was, it was on our radar, obviously, when the story broke in January of 2013. Uh, Tim Elfrink, um, Gus Garcia Roberts at Miami New Times uh, yeah. broke it. And we, right away, we were fascinated by it. Not because it involved A-Rod, which right. is why it became such a big story, so- but... So we were involved. We were interested in the the Florida fuckery of it all. It, these sort of only in Miami characters. In the idea, and this was sort of our logline when we were pitching the movie Screwball, that the career of the highest paid baseball player of all time, the yeah. four hundred million dollar plus man right. Alex Rodriguez, ended <clears throat> over a $4,000 debt between yeah, a cocaine-addicted fake doctor and his fake tan-addicted steroid patient because Miami. Like, dude, that was dude, our pitch. Those those characters... By the way, and I love what you did with the choice of picking kids to uh, to portray the narration of these, uh, of these doctors because you're right. They do talk in a way where they basically write the lines themselves. Yeah, they talk in dialogue. They so talk in of, dialogue. Yeah, not everybody does that, but there are people who have that style of storytelling. But it's funny that the two characters you yeah. pick, or that, that that were part of the story, yeah, they were the story. Was. Yeah. yeah, they talked like that, and so it was a nice. So what? How how did you make that decision? Where where was that? Where did that come from? To use kids to kind of uh, oh that idea? Yeah, that oh Jesus. Well, that was that was an idea that had been percolating for a while. Um, I, Very I had drunk history ish kind of. Uh, uh, waiter portray the yeah the the, the, the lip syncing yeah uh, really uh, I think there was there were several things it was first there uh, many many years ago there was a off Broadway musical called a very merry unauthorized children's Scientology pageant and <laughs> that's a great one you this should is see like, part two yeah this is like ten plus years I mean this is more than that like probably 13, 14 years ago I saw this great sound great score and I approached one of the um, one of the writers, the composers, and I said, listen, I said, I would love to make a Scientology documentary, very Florida story. You know, yeah. they own Clearwater. 
And yeah. I said, I, 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 and I want to use your musical as a framing device. So their musical was... What do you mean a framing device? Uh, so their musical was Very Merry Unauthorized Children's Scientology Pageant. So it's a Christmas pageant. Okay. Like performed by elementary school children. Yeah. But instead of the story of Jesus, it's the story of L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology. Scientology. But it's done straight-faced. Like it's just the story of Scientology. And it's hilarious, but it's just a proud... Is it meant to be hilarious? Yeah, oh, but it's, it's okay. a, but it's a, but it's still like a very proud, right. loyal telling of this story, right? And so, but done with children singing and playing the parts with like you know makeshift sets and costumes out of like construction paper and cardboard, right. and it's great. And performed by elementary school age children. And so, I wanted to do a Scientology documentary, mm-hmm. and the framing device would be by framing device. I mean that when we need to like we do straight up documentary tropes you know we do interviews talking heads yeah. experts people in the church people who left the church um and then we'd stop and there'd be children performing a number okay you know a song and dance number yeah. that would fit into the subject of the topic that we were discussing in the documentary at that moment right now at this time nobody was doing scientology docs the right. church was notoriously litigious and yeah, Nobody it, wanted to touch it. Ten years ago? Nobody more than yeah, that. Yeah. Nobody wanted to touch it. This yeah, is really I think started, it's about 07. It I started think. popping off with the whole when we found out, wait, Tom Cruise is in it? Wait, yeah. Tom Travolta. It's like HBO Leo did it and then Leah Wright. Yeah, so yeah. so we I really wanted to do this. Nobody would do it. Nobody so would do approached it. Studio approach studios. Lots of and anybody, nobody wanted to do really. it. Um and even if they were interested in the Scientology thing, they thought this whole kids thing was dumb. <laughs> yeah, the little, little um, much. But I was like, no, I'm first of all. As litigious as the church was and is, mm-hmm. they had never touched this play, this musical. Okay. They never touched it. They never. I don't think they sent him a cease and desist letter. There was no litigation. There was no loss. I'm like, so there's maybe, some sort of time, right? So I was thinking that maybe if we sort of tie it into this work of satire or this whatever, yeah. that maybe it'll make, you know, sort of that bulletproof yeah. thing will yeah. rub off maybe yeah. on the project and make it easier to tell the story without the church messing with us. Right. So no one was really buying into this, unfortunately. So that came and went. And there was also a music video in 97 uh, by Spike Jones oh my God, for big... Sky's the Limit yeah. for Biggie. Yeah. And Biggie had been killed, so it was right. a posthumous video and yeah, Jones needed to come up with a way, a yeah. creative solution. And so what he did was he just did a straight up faithful uh bad boy records yeah, 90s yeah. Boats, video cars yeah, yeah. mercedes Diddy. every beautiful versace yeah. clothes yeah. the mansion the the, the girls the, yeah. and everybody was eight years old basically <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and lip syncing yeah. the song yeah just b- baby biggie baby puffy baby busta rhymes baby lil kim yeah that's dope. it was amazing that's dope. so um so that was kind of the that was part of it too and then there was i don't remember that viral video that elementary school play of Scarface. Oh, you remember that? Remember? It was like an it was like oh the last God, scene or whatever. Dude. Is this for me by the way? Yeah, yeah, that's you, that's you. Yeah. Yeah. We knew like yeah. What is this? It's uh the coronavirus. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> is it bad? It smells it smells like it smells like water from the Miami Lakes. And I tell you when I was on last time I was in studio yeah. with Coco Diaz. So Joey Diaz if you don't know, Coco Diaz is Joey Diaz from Joey the uh, Church of What's Happening Now. You did his podcast. 
I was, I, I was in the church, so I've done it up by the, on the phone a bunch. I, I love. He's always just like, I'm like, um, he's, he's like, he's like, brother, you want to come on the, you want to come on the pod, you come on the church, you yeah. want to come on the church. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, totally. What time? He's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, eight thirty a.m. your time. Eight thirty a.m. Fucking, he's in L.A. But eight thirty a.m. our time. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's like five thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake and bake, motherfucker. Wake and bake. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm like, intense, Jesus dude. Christ. He's the most he's Italian fucking, Cuban I've ever met in my oh, life. Oh, fucking yeah. up. And it's ama- he's amazing. Man's a machine. This yeah. guy. So, I'm in L.A. and I feel like I was. I don't remember. This was like two years ago or something. Year, year and a half. Ago. I don't even remember because I was so fuck. I was so fucking high. Yeah. In this. So, uh, I take an Uber to the studio. The first time I'm going to be in the room is around the same time you did the Rogan. No, it was That's before that. The year before. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So I I go in, and <laughs> I mean, they, so when I first walk in, the doors open, and it's like exterior hallway, so it's all good. They close the door, and we're going to start the show. Yeah. And man, oh man, I could barely see. Joey like that close yeah. to him. I mean it was just fucking foggy and we're and we're and so and we're and we're talking shit and we're telling stories and then I I tell him a story. I start to tell him a story about about our our old friend Ralphie May and um oh, Ralphie May. that rest I wanted to tell rest in peace Ralphie and um I want to tell this story about yeah, he was real close to uh he yeah. was real close to Ralph yeah and I want I was telling him this story about uh Hurricane Irma when uh, I'd flee the area yeah. and he was like, I decided to go to Nashville and he's like, you come here. You bring your whole family to my house. I got five rooms. He just was, and this was like not two months before he passed. And oh, like, Ralphie was telling you this. Yes, Ralphie was like, you come wow. here, you stay with, buddy, you stay with me in my house. You gotta yeah, come yeah, in. Yeah, just that Southern yeah. hospitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just, yeah. And I was, I was telling this this story, I never told the story before, and I, I wanted to tell it on a you know on a pod where it would mean something to the host. And I'm t- I'm telling the story, and I'm I just I'm all the detail and like the, it, the details were important and just about the kind of guy that Ralphie Ralphie was. And um, I talked going to see going to see him doing his Tuesday show because whenever whenever he was home in Nashville, yeah. did a Tuesday show at the local comedy club. And he would just sit for like three, four out, like as long as he yeah, wanted to sit yeah, there. And just, Tuesday night, packed house, for sure. sold out. Yeah. Every, every Tuesday he was in town, and he would just sit. It, and it yeah, was he would take the tour bus, right? That, that's what it is. He wouldn't fly. It was amazing. And so I'm telling this uh, this about this, uh, and I'm really hot. I mean, like the smoke <laughs> in the room. I'm just like I'm all fucked was up. Was he hospitable dude. with the uh, with the goods? All fucked up. Yeah. I just, it's all secondhand stoned. I wasn't smoking. I was there's just a, there's, in, a, there's a pattern no, here. In it was life. hot box. Yeah. It was a hot, it was the room, yeah. no bigger, than, maybe slightly bigger than this, yeah. but just, sm- I mean, yeah. and flash forward, maybe, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes later, door opens. <laughs> fresh air, fresh air. And get into the Uber and I'm riding away. I think I roll down the window, get a little fresh air, <laughs> yeah, yeah. get a little fresh air Come going. Back to life. And it dawns on me, I forgot to tell the end of the story. Oh shit! I don't know what happened. I just, <laughs> I'm, I just, I suddenly you like the short term memory <laughs> yeah, yeah, started yeah. to come, and I was like, I don't remember what the fuck <laughs> happened. But I was in the, I was yeah. like, I feel like I was towards the end. Yeah. I was definitely entering Act Three of yeah, this yeah, tale, yeah, yeah. and I just, we went off. So I never got to like. 
the moral of this, the end of the story, like you it s- had. You set it up to come back, you son of a bitch. I was like, That's exactly I, what you did. But I didn't even fucking remember. I, and I was like in the car going, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Cliffhanger. I, I forgot to tell the end of the story. I got so high in this room. I got so secondhand stoned. I forgot to tell the end of the story. <laughs> and that podcast is up. But you, you, oh, yeah. And I, I, I didn't, I couldn't bring myself. I, I never listened to any podcast I was ever on, but I couldn't bring myself to ever listen to that one because. Yeah. I would be so. I'm like, I don't. I'm, I'm, like I'm not even just been like, and then that's what husband. Oh, you gotta watch that, dude. Pull it up. Pull, pull it up. We gotta see that. I don't think I got incoherent. <laughs> I think we just went like yeah. something, and I didn't remember. Like, I didn't bring it back. I wasn't like okay, and then, like it, and then you it was it back, just. Like, uh, yeah, and I was just like, uh, all right, I gotta I, go. I gotta go. Know, <laughs> fucking out. He, he he could do that though, and I, people like that too, like Ozzy Osbourne, that still somehow hasn't fucking. Died. They they build up this this incredible. I don't think he's the best example at this point. I think I think. Well, uh, I mean, but I, dude, I think, Oz, <laughs> fucking Osborne, dude. I think well, they're studying him. I think no. I mean, I think that uh, I think probably uh, the Rolling Stones. Really, the whole the Keith probably especially Keith too. All Keith these Richard, motherfuckers. I mean, like, no, but he's like. I mean, that guy. I mean, even he says like. I don't know. I should be dead. I don't know. How I'm he's alive. like, uh, right. I just don't know. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been yeah. like puzzled. Yeah, it's absolute <laughs> fucking mystery. <laughs> well, like this guy, this writer, what was his name? Johnny Depp's uh, good friend, uh, Tom. Hunter Thompson. Yeah. Doctor, yes. Same the good doctor. Same dude. Yeah. Dude was fucking lived life to the edge, to, to the fullest, and just, these people, I don't know, they just, they just don't, they build up this tolerance to shit. You know, like Joey, Joey Diaz, like... You hear his life and you hear things he's gone through and drugs and this and that and it's just he's still around. I love him because he, he he's like such a, f- a storyteller. Like he's he doesn't tell any jokes. No. In his he's hilarious and you laugh your ass off, but he doesn't tell any jokes. Like he's not right he's not he like sitting writing jokes. Right, right. He's right. just a raconteur. He's just a storyteller. And like to, to the first time I saw him live was that like a backstage at the Fillmore many years ago? Remember they used to have a South Beach comedy festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, I, 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 I enjoyed the hell out of that. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of of stand up comedy, and I would go to, I go whenever I get a chance to go, and I would introduce. I got to introduce a bunch of great acts. At but the, you wouldn't at the open. South you would just no. I would literally like welcome out. everybody to the to the South Beach oh, comedy no. festival. Um, I mean, I do a couple like Miami, whatever, like inside baseball yeah. kind of jokes, yeah. and then um, and then just sort of introduce the MC or who, or just kind of get the get the audience sort yeah. of let let them know the show is about to begin. Yeah. A festival thing, yeah, you know, yeah, there yeah. was always like a representative of the festival. Yeah. I would just sort of do that. Um, and so one night I would do. I think that. I mean, I did. I mean, I did some really badass by Chappelle and and uh, and uh, Rogan was uh, on did, one. Wasn't I didn't do Rogan. I but <clears> I <throat> I got to do Patton Oswalt. Um, oh, I got Patton. to yeah. I got I got some fun fun shit. And then they had me backstage one year, and Joey Coco Diaz was, and that was the first time I met him. Hey, and brother, how you doing, brother? Man, he, <laughs> that was the era. He was telling a story about doing cocaine with his cat. That is one of the funniest <laughs> stories. Just like <laughs> ever, it's like it's like a classic bit, yeah. To me, like any like up there with anything on the on on, on Murphy. Murphy's yeah. albums or 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 Carlin, and just like and uh, it, it's just this amazing. Just to sit and listen to him, yeah. He's a good weave. This yeah. tale is just it's just it's watching an artist at work, and I and I I love. I think like maybe you know second to like being uh, in the military or a police officer or a stunt man. 
like stand-up comedy is like one of the bravest <laughs> one of the bravest you know, professions. You know, I've I've attempted it a few times in my day, and uh, and it it's something that I thought eventually the nerves kind of subside, or eventually you kind of get the rhythm of it, you know. And um, and though you do, but those nerves, that gamble, and I guess that's the high that these comics talk about. You know, like you never know, you never know. You could fucking you could murder a room, you could kill a fucking room, and then the next day. That's just not your crowd. 20 years ago, I believe it was 2000, I saw George Carlin bomb. Oh, stop. Swear to God. So Here? No. Vegas. <laughs> Big room. I flew in with my girlfriend at the time, and we're taking a cab from McLaren from the airport. Margarita girl? Uh, No. Different oh, one. I'm sorry. No. Yo, Margarita see, girl. Yes, that Dutch. era. Okay. That era. Okay, I okay, turned okay. 21. Yeah, okay. right. So um, we are... In a cab, and we're and we pass this marquee in front of one of the big hotels. I can't remember which one it is. Mark, but the reason why I can't remember is I didn't see the name of the hotel. All I saw was, was George the, Carlin yeah. on the mark, and I was like, "Holy shit!" We're going there. I called my grandpa, um, who was not a high roller, but had a business in Vegas, so knew a bunch of high rollers. Jewish. So <laughs> <laughs> say less. So uh, yeah. so he says. Uh, I called him up. I said, can you get me Carlin tickets? He said, what hotel? I told him the hotel. And he goes, I know who to call. So he calls. I got a guy. Front row. So front row. So it's in one of those giant main rooms in Vegas, but like cabaret, you know, the cabaret style rooms. So we're sitting, but... It was but, like Rickles kind of yeah, style. Yeah, but pretty, so yes, circular tables and booths throughout, but we were sitting on, on a pretty classic... Like against the stage, they had those classic long tables that they have at the yeah. comedy club. You yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah. But the table went all the way up against the stage. So like this, and the stage was like say this high. Oh, so you're seeing this dude's so feet. So we're like my sh- like my shoulders against literally the stage, which comes, which is let's say is like right yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah. And our table, it's a long table, just like this, up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I think I sat across from my, and like we sat there with other people, yeah, you know, like, like there was a few club, other people, yeah. yeah. So that style, so like family style. We're sitting there, and it was the era he was doing. He hadn't done the HBO special, or the album yet. He was, wor- he was obviously working this material, right? And it was the the album he did. The special he did, where he talks about he doesn't believe in God. He oh believes yeah, in yeah, like Joe Pesci and yeah, the sun yeah, yeah. and things that you can see and that you're afraid of. Right. You know, I'm not afraid of yeah. a ghost in the yeah. sky. I'm afraid of Joe Pesci. I'm afraid of the sun. You know, that could hurt me. Yeah. Then either of those. You know, so uh, that whole bit. And so, I guess you just caught a a good God fearing crowd into Vegas looking wow. to have a good time, have a few yuck yucks with the you know with the with the Jew boy. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, um, wow. And so, crickets. Eat a dick. Crickets. How long so he's was kind he, of stalking the stage. There for? Crickets. I don't know, but it. I mean, when you're bombing, it but, but feels, we're talking it's like, bombing. We're talking bombing. Crickets. Carlin. Carlin. Crickets and bombing and and like but yeah, bombing though I think takes place in dog years. So every second is like yeah, a year. Yeah, <laughs> you're just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. like Jesus. Oh, silence dude. and 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 th- these were not the. This was not the premise. These were the punchlines, and it was yeah. just no. So I, I'm hysterically laughing, even more so than hysterically yeah, laughing. Yeah. But then I have like a r- loud laugh. Um, Bradless, I don't know if I remember Bradless, a comedian down here. Um, 
uh, Haitian uh, kid. Yeah, I remember. Him. So Bra- yeah. yeah, Bradless used to call me Jew Cackle. That was my. You could hear, you that was could, my. You could yeah, tell, he, he you knew. Tell he in the knew crowd. I was in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I just like Jew Cackle. I hear yeah. Jew Cackle out there tonight. That was like my DJ name. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jew Cackle. <laughs> Jew Cackle's um, in the so building. In the, yeah. On the ones and so, twos. So I, so I have a loud laugh. So I like. It took me a second. While I was taking a breath, inhaling between laughter, to realize I was the, the only, only one. one. <laughs> so, and I'm also facing the stage, yeah. you know, because Carlin's walking right, you know, right up there, and so big stage yeah. that he's stalking. And so, I like, I turn to look at this room, the abyss, and I turn, I look at this gigantic auditorium, like not auditorium, but just like giant room. With just stone-faced white people, just like <laughs> stone-faced, and I'm just like, look at, and I turn. If you can imagine this shot, my POV, right? yeah. so I'm, I'm looking at all these people, and then I slowly turn my head back, and as I turn back, George Carlin's face is right here. He came to the edge of the stage where I was sitting and leaned forward and put his head like, like. So I turn back, and I'm. Virtually nose to nose with Carlin. Oh shit. Who says to me, Thank you, sir. And then Get the fuck out of here. And that just because I was the only motherfucker laughing. He goes, Thank you, sir. And then stalks back off in the other direction and just keeps going like nothing. Didn't adjust what didn't didn't read the right just said, I'm gonna That's I'm I'm just gonna keep First of all, badass fucking memory that you have out of him. Uh, secondly, that's what that's what makes that art form so ballsy, dude. That he knows he's going out there, and whether you fucking whether you enjoy it or not, <laughs> whether you like this shit or not, I got a fucking I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. I'm doing my hour. I'm doing my 45 minutes. There's this whole infamous Bill Burr, uh, Bill Burr in Philadelphia, is it? Where halfway through the crowd just. They start booing him, Jesus. and he goes, you, gotta, "You fuck you guys, fuck you guys." Even in in uh even Chappelle, Chappelle talks about bombing in like Denver or something. Halfway through, he's like, "I'm motherfuckers don't know. I already got paid. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, motherfuckers. I got paid already, dude." But they go on. I've bombed for five minutes, and it felt like a fucking. You're sweating. Ugh. You know everyone's face. I bombed at the Flamingo Theater where I saw you the night after our podcast. You did a political fucking roast. Oh you're yeah, that shit? you're that shit. Which you're yeah. you're fucking you're brilliant by the way. You're you're actually really funny. But uh, oh dude, I, I we, we wrote for days. That was funny though. We wrote for I, days. I, I it was my, terrible. My brother and I went back there. It's a nightmare. It was funny though. It was funny. Thank you. Good it's job. very nice of you. It was, it was good. No, it was a it was a good roast. Stressful. And uh, and and I bombed right on that fucking stage. I was opening for this lady, Monica Alvarez. I think her name was mm. from from California. And it was just me, her, and uh, Freddie Stebbins. Yeah. <clears throat> and Freddie Stebbins opened. No, I. Freddie, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! I love Freddie, but the fucking yeah. happy, happy birthday. birthday, dude! It's a fucking. T- I know he it. Him. I know it. I know him too. No, but I'm saying no. I'm saying no, I know no, his. I know his material. Know, yeah, so like it yeah, yeah. fucking works. Yeah, Walter Mikado. Uh, happy birthday. Virgo. Cancer. <laughs> Sagittarius. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Freddie, dude. Shout out but, to uh, Freddie. But yeah, dude, I, I fucking bombed. And I remember my friend came from North Carolina, Bert, and he's sitting in the front row, dude. And I'm sweating because these people, 
It was a, like an old Jewy crowd. <laughs> it was, it was, really? It Down was, there? For this lady. Oh, for this, for this lady. Big, she, she was the head. Jewish following. She had, a, she had like a Jewish, like a like a Jewish following. Monica Alvarez, I think her name was. Sounds like a nice Jewish and, girl. Yeah, she, she, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> from the Bronx. And uh, hey, dude, maybe I, Monica Schwartz <laughs> would have a. I don't. Monica Alvarez. Maybe she changed her name to appeal. I don't know. Um, to the Latinx community, get some opportunities. <laughs> Uh, dude, and I remember looking down, and I, I was doing about 15 minutes, which felt about 45 minutes. Oh. And I looked down, and I invited my friend. He came from North Carolina. I invited him out to the show with his girlfriend. And I remember I'm trying to do some of my Miami shit, you know, keep it local. But none of these people give a fuck. And halfway through, I look down, and I see Bert like, oh. no. I see Bert make eye contact go. Right. No. Yes. Gave you the I can't he believe said, I no. came from North Carolina for this shit. Look, <laughs> he said, uh, no. I was like, Dude, I, and it was one of those things where I quickly went from a comedian to a magician. I'm like, hey, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. And I just disappeared. And I forgot to introduce her because we we're doing like the oh. shotgun thing. Oh. And on my way out, right before I hit the curtain, I turned around. I was like, and give it up for Ma- Manica. Fucked Manica. up her name. Ma- you Manica. fucked up her name. She came up, cla- she came up clapping and went, just get off. She said, she goes, she goes, hey, just get off. Didn't, didn't your buddy already tell you that from North Carolina? Already tell you off, that? That's when I signed off. I said, I got yeah. the fuck out of here. And then the hardest part about that was going up to Ben and be like, uh, hey, you got my check? <laughs> hey, the, the money we, we talked Got them shekels? You got, you got, you got, got them shekels, Ben? <laughs> He's like, here, get the fuck out of here, bro. Absolutely. Uh, keeping, it, there, keeping it real. Is there. Keeping it gully. Is has there ever been a paranormal story? Has there ever been someone to kind of pique your interest with a, a storyline or a, 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 an event or something that's caught your interest in the paranormal realm? You, well, not really, because we do documentaries, so we do we tell story real stories. And there's no such thing as the paranormal. There's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such. There's no such. Yeah. Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. So I, I like. I can't even watch like reality shows about psychics or reality shows about you know ghost hunters because it's nonsense. That, that, it's just nonsense. Uh, like, for, let me give you an example. There was a show a while back. I think Spike TV did it called like it was like the ten million dollar Bigfoot hunt. Okay. And. No one got that they, money. Did so they? they were. So they were. They were. They were. They were hunting Bigfoot. Yeah. And if you caught Bigfoot. I guess at the end of the season, <laughs> you'd win $10 million. And I'm like, why isn't it the $10 trillion <laughs> Bigfoot? What, like, what, what difference? Doesn't mean like you just win a country yeah, when yeah. you like and you become the king You're of that country. Yeah. Like, like, what difference does Be it make? Be an emperor. Yeah, what, yeah, like, yeah. Why don't they just, you win a planet. We're actually going to give you a planet yeah, and yeah. we're going to yeah. uh, bring, uh, we're going to import oxygen, yeah. create a dome for you and your family yeah, to live. Yeah. And Like, yeah. what difference does yeah, it yeah. make? Like, <laughs> and people watched it and, yeah. and it was hosted by Dean Cain because Murica. Of course. And, you know, and like you Super, know, you respect yeah, Superman. Dude. I guess he, he guess he, he ran out of opportunities yeah. playing Scott Peterson on Lifetime or whatever the hell he was he was doing at the he time. Had the, he had the lifetime yeah, listen, it's of, yeah. you know you get very busy not playing Superman yeah. anymore. So yeah. like, which was a weird cast. Uh, so yeah. I like I so no the short that was the really? long way of saying just not no, even, not even like an alien documentary. Not okay, even no no again not necessarily a document. I would do uh, a. A scripted uh, piece and that involved the paranormal world. Yeah, but I would never make a documentary about it because it's not a real thing. I've seen some fucking funky documentaries. There's this one. Um, 
the man who it opens with him shitting. He said, I was shitting by this tree, and immediately I was like, This is great. And right when I saw right when I saw the UFO, I'm like, Yeah, that's exactly who would see a UFO. Um the man who the man who talks to UFOs. The man who talks to UFOs, I think it was on Netflix. And and I don't know, I get sucked into these documentaries sometimes, dude. I'm like Now, let me tell you what's interesting about about that though, because that's not really a documentary about UFOs. That's a documentary about an eccentric character. Right. And this is a guy who either thinks he is seeing and, and interacting with yeah. UFOs or is bullshitting. And either way, that's really interesting. It is. So it is. I would I would certainly make a documentary about people okay, who... Well, they, well, 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 that's kind of what I... Curse of the man who sees UFOs. Did they, did they get paid please, by the please, letter please, in that title? Please. How long is that fucking title? Curse. Hang on. The curse of the man <laughs> who the speaks people. to UFOs while taking a shit on there's, a tree. There's the same people that With, did the uh, Scientology. Yeah, are, there, uh, are there any parentheses in that title? Is this like a Brian Adams song? What the fuck? An Aerosmith song? There's definitely a comma the in there somewhere. Kind of, the curse of the... Uh, the, the and the sequel was The Return of the, <laughs> of the Curse, curse yeah, of the yeah, Man yeah. who attacked... The Attack of the Curse of the Man do, who... Do me a favor watch, dude. Just watch the beginning. I'll just totally watch, watch that. Just watch the beginning. Because that sounds like of him a, a funny guy. Him like explaining where he saw the UFO while he's holding his pants, yeah. saying where he was shitting see, when he I, saw the UFO. Please see, watch just I need that. To, I need to allow for that because, again, that's about this mental, kind of eccentric. Mental, mental it's, yeah. it's about exploiting yeah. a man who's clearly <laughs> suffering from delusions and mental illness. But that no, doesn't but, interest you. But that's, no, I'm sorry, the the idea of characters yeah. who believe in or have paranormal experiences, as long as it is about those people and their delusions okay. so, and their eccentricities. For I'll give you an example. I say that Borat, yeah. Bruno, you know, the 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 Sasha the yeah. yeah, yeah, the uh, uh Sasha Cohen, uh Sasha Baron Cohen movies are documentaries. And they're amazing documentaries because the the premise might be a false meaning like he is not a real character he's a fake character right. but he is eliciting truth from the, from his interview subjects and from the people in, reactions, in the world right real. and what he's what he's getting from the, the truth he's eliciting from them is more truthful than he might get if he was just interviewing right. them, because he creates common ground, he creates he creates a safe space for people who are intolerant or, or hateful, I, and they're like, "Oh, I can I can tell him how I really feel about them Jews." You know, I, I don't think people. I think Sasha is so ahead of his fucking time. Oh yeah, he's a genius. That, he's a fucking genius. because yeah, those don't are documentary. He is one of the greatest documentary oh, filmmakers. I, I of never our thought time. about it as a documentary, yeah. but because he mean, is he is revealing truth. So would you say Jackass is kind of like that? Not exactly because it's not necessarily illicit. It's not. It's Jackass is less about the reactions in many and more just about the stunts themselves. Right. But they are legitimately documenting that reality. And and the definition of documentary isn't a creative interpretation of reality. So, so there is something to be said. Yes, that, that Jackass is is a verite documentary. <laughs> they're they are documenting and recording that act those actual events. Yeah. No. I, I and I guess that's what I find. I I don't. 
necessarily find the whole subject of ghosts or aliens yeah. as interesting as I do some of these the people characters. who believe. Yeah, 100%. Like, like there, there's the famous guy from the History Channel, like who's the We're meme. The fucking crazy. Yeah, he's like, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying it's aliens, but, but it's, it's aliens. aliens. Like, yeah, right? yeah. So, but like, that's an interesting guy. Like, you, <laughs> fucking aliens, yeah, you man, watch it because they're bad shit. Right. So I think I think that's fair, and I stand corrected in that regard. I, you know, because there isn't a story about the supernatural that interests me, meaning that, because I don't, because it's not real. But nothing's so, piqued your interest. No, ever. I would have to meet a character like that hmm. or get access or, or meet, you know, that that I was just like, oh shit, I'm not making a movie about UFOs. I'm making a movie about this guy. His I'm making a movie her, about this guy. Right. And I can just listen to this guy talk right. mad shit right. for hours on end and we could put something together out of that. How's Joe Rogan? How was that? How's the studio? Is it bigger than ours? Oh yeah, I mean he has a like a warehouse for real. Yeah, but like the studio itself is a is a big room within an. E, uh, but a he's giant in a building warehouse. with other offices, or that's his fucking. No, building? I think it's his whole domain. That's I think his it's whole just shit? Rogan HQ in there. Oh really? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I've been out to two studios, um, his studio before this and now, which was, um, which was certainly smaller than where he's at now. Um, but yeah, he's had a big spot, and and it, and it's really cool. Because you and, just did it what like ten months ago. Uh, yeah, I did it just, just yeah, just last April yeah. when when Screwball came out uh, last year. Because he talks, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen episodes where he's referencing, where he's uh he's brings he brings up cocaine cowboys, he brings yeah. up your shit before. So it was cool. So what did he call you? What was his experience like? Did did they hit you up? Well, the first time, I mean, he's people uh, I heard from people for years that he like. Oh, dude. Rogan is talking about yeah. cocaine cowboys and. It's amazing how just influential he is, and oh my and, God. and how and and his reach. You didn't hear this whole um, burning shit and how fucking people react yeah, to that shit. I mean, it's it's so so it's been very. I mean, he's you know, uh, it's genuine. You know, meaning like it's it, his his his. I, I feel he's like the new Johnny Carson. Like that is the medium now where like people go on there, and the next day, did you feel that a little bit of that? Like the next day, people kind of. Oh yeah, dude. So the first time I went on the show, I, I was—I feel like I was sweating like I am right now. Okay, so um, I mean we're, so, we're on the same production yeah. level so, as Joe Rogan. <laughs> so is what I, you're saying, really? I flew in to do it. So I'd met him. When Open he, the door, dude. I met him when he did the. Open the door. Uh, yes. Let him ventilate. Yeah, let let the opioids yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. would you please? You um, it's great to be here in Hialeah. So <laughs> Miami Lakes, Billy. Opalaka. We're in Opal oh, fucking Lake. Miami Gardens. Miami Gardens. Murder Gardens. My, no, we have to talk about that. Yeah, we do. So, I. I flew in. Okay. I did dogfight. Right, great. Dog great, great yeah. That was the so twenty fifteen. I had a friend in that movie. You did you uh, mentioned Ma- that. Michael Nates. Michael Nates, Nates. yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. with the braids, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great that was a great uh that was a great He's a good little fighter. Um <clears throat> and he and so he asked me on to talk about that documentary. And so what, they email you? I want details, Billy. Honestly, I don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> I think uh, that first time, I don't remember. I mean, like, like, I feel like it's a like, fucking Masonic. They, like, they knew, you know. I, I, I you know, I, I was aware that he was a big fan of Cocaine Cowboys. Right. I'd met him backstage at the Improv back when it was at the Seminole Hard Rock. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the sure, Hollywood sure, Improv, yeah. whatever they called it. Yeah. And so, I, uh, like, we met. And he's like, you, got, you should come on the podcast. I think I was working wow. on Dogfight. He's like, yeah, come on and. So I don't know. He probably gave me a number, somebody I should hit up or whatever at the time. Passwords. And so, so I, I flew, I flew in, and I think this, I just the same day I flew in, I like went basically from the airport. I think I dropped my shit off at the hotel and then went 
to Rogan. And so <clears> I was exhausted. Well, first of all, when you fly bag. in like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. first of all, you don't times. sleep the night before. First of all, you don't sleep the night before because you're scared of missing the flight. You plug in your phone across the room right, so when the right, alarm right, goes right. off, <laughs> you, have, you can't just snooze it. You have to get your ass out of the bed and, and go and go to the other side and of the I'm room. I'm sure you're also it. thinking, like, what the fuck? What how what subjects are we talking about? Like you're kind of also gauging like do I fucking talk like this? Do I like like cuz well, you know it's going to be a big fucking deal. All I know is I just I had my I was drinking Red Bull. You can't get Cuban coffee in LA, so there's no cafecito. So actually, actually I went to LA a few months ago. There's a dude from Miami that opened up a little Cuban a Cuban really? spot over there. Yeah. It's the same place George Sedano goes to. I he he told he's got a secret spot too. <sighs> Yeah, secret Cuban. I'll get like, you the name for it. Cafe, <clears throat> cafe with patalitos. Y, yeah, it had it had that yeah, setup. Yeah, 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 it was like in Burbank, close to Burbank. Yeah, I, I got asked. Yeah, Sedano told I'll, me about a secret spot. I'll get, yeah, I'll get you the name. But yeah, so <clears throat> I am just like I had like an IV of Red Bull. I, I was <laughs> chewing. I was chewing Jolt gum, caffeinated chewing gum. What time is this? What time are you get? I don't remember. I just well, I mean, it was the first flight of the day, and then I landed, dropped my shit off, and then like that was like one of the first things I did. I think we. Drove to the studio, and so he does it early. <clears throat> you remember? He was doing. He doesn't whenever. He yeah, doesn't, doesn't whenever. Matter, right? yeah. yeah, whenever he wants. And sometimes now he does pods back to back. That was what I did last time. Well, I was like the second pod of the day, and he. So, uh, oh, oh, one time. Oh God, this is terrible. I stood him up the first time. No, I did. Billy Corbin stood up Joe Rogan. I on stood his own him up podcast. the first time, and I felt so bad. Like I was shooting. I was in town shooting um, uh, Tanning of America, and we had interviews back to back, and I couldn't get out there. And Coco, Joey Diaz filled in for, like, no shit. ran and filled in. Yeah, oh, I felt like such it, yeah. a dick. Yeah. And I thought, like, oh, well, that's it. I blew it. Yeah. yeah Rogan will like, never have done, me on. This yeah. is, like, 2014 or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I fucked up, but he did. He had me yeah, on. He likes you. He likes I, you. And, and, and I was very grateful, because like, it wasn't intentional. Like, it was just I was there to work, and, and I couldn't oh, yeah, get away. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, I God, I forgot about that. Oh, what a shitty thing! You hear that, and Joe? So, he feels bad about it, Joe. I felt, he knew I felt bad about. It. I mean, I, I I apologized and, and pretty profusely. <laughs> and then, but people were already giving me shit because, like, he was on the. It was like, oh, Billy Corbin's guy. Who do you guy. think and I was you like, are? Yeah, who the fuck do you think yeah. you are? You're not even the lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins. And Cocaine so, Cowboys yeah. wasn't even that great. Yeah, yeah. but like, especially if you saw Cocaine Cowboys two hustling with the Godmother. <laughs> like, so okay, oh, get out of here. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I go on and I'm fucking. Sweating, I'm fucking like I'm. I'm just like why? Because yeah. like like I was like a reanimated corpse at that point, and I just like, and so I'm like I'm like all cra- <laughs> I'm like all <laughs> call cracked out, and then like we start going. I don't remember what happened. At some point, like he asked me about like some of my favorite documentaries about the one you know the ones that I did. Yeah. You know? and I'm like, well, I said, you know, I said that's like, I'm like documentaries are are, are like. Children, you have your favorite, but you just don't tell you anybody say, yeah, yeah. which ones yeah. they are. You don't want and he goes, "You have kids?" No. And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Well, let me." Ta-. And then we just get into this thing about nature versus nurture, and about whether or not, um, whether or not uh, mental disease is sort of like you're born bad or you're born. <laughs> to, and we just fuck? get into this like passion, like this debate about, and like you said, like what are we? Ta- what are we gonna? And that's like, and I was like. I couldn't, I couldn't sufficiently, like, passionately advocate my position because I didn't feel that strongly about it. But I knew it to be true, and of course, he knew his position to be true. (laughs) Was much better informed than I was, and much more passionate about. And so I was just like, "What?" Which is the the, least thing. And then at the end, we're like, "He's like, all right, we got twelve seconds. Tell me about dog fight." (laughs) Billy, thank you for being here for two hours now. 
means the world to me, dude. So, Dogfights, not on Netflix. Just a recap. Screwball, Cooking Cowboys. Yeah. If you go to CocaineCowboys.com, that's okay. probably the easiest thing. Go to CocaineCowboys.com, uh, which is blinking on the screen right, right now. There. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, can right it the, I can see right it on the monitor there. up there. Yeah. Um, and your you Instagram, co- Twitter, you're big on Twitter, At right? Billy Plug Corbin, C- uh, which is C-O-R-B-E-N. Handle right there. I'm big on the, yeah, right, right. Yeah, right there. Billy Corbin. Right there. I'm going to vote. That's a lot of editing. That's a lot of editing. I'm voguing my handle right now. Billy Corbin. Thank you so much, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Roll the outro. Roll the intro as an outro.